to the Red Gaze, the program where we critique native-themed films based on our perspective as the native audience, program where we discuss what films get right, what they get wrong, and how we apply the Red Gaze to what could have been. Hello, hello, listeners. I am your host, Cheryl Carey, Sacred Pipe Resource Center, and I am here with my fellow podcasters, Marley Finley, Yo. who her and I have been holding it down, and <laughs> welcome back, our podcaster, Ben Nils Landon. He's returned. Hey, what's up? <laughs> He's returned. Fresh out of shack up season. <laughs> we don't know how long we'll have him, so we're, we're going to take advantage. Winter's over now. Yeah, winter's <laughs> over, so any given week, we don't know who we're going to have. So today we are taking on a Star Quilt movie, one that is near and dear to many native hearts, yep. <laughs> A League of Their Own. <laughs> so League of Their Own is a 1992 film. As America's stock of athletic young men is depleted during World War II, a professional all-female baseball league springs up in the Midwest, funded by publicity-hungry candy maker Walter Harvey. Competitive sisters Dottie Hinson and Kit Keller spar with each other, and scout Ernie Cappadino and grumpy has-been coach Demi Dugan are on their way to fame. Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell co-star as two of the sisters' teammates. It got a 7.3 on IMDb and got 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, too. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, I, I think it's a pretty universally appreciated movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, it was a pretty high scores. Director is Penny Marshall, and the writers are Kim Wilson, Kelly Kendall, Lowell Gantz. It stars Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Lori Petty, Madonna, and Rosie O'Donnell. And John Lovitz. And John Lovitz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget him. <laughs> well, yeah, it had a budget of $40 million, And in the box office, it, box office, it made $132.4 million. Oh, that's a lot. Ooh. So let's uh, let's start off talking about why we think this is a Star Quilt movie. I always watch it every time it's on TV. I, I'm flipping through the channels; it's on. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> Me too. I, I will watch it every time, over and over. Yeah, I always remember it being on even way back in the day, like MTV before they when they stopped showing videos. Mm-hmm. It used to come on MTV oh, all the time. Cool. Even I was like, "League of Their Own's on MTV," so I'll, I'll check it out. Watch it. Yeah. yeah, so if it's one of those movies where if they need people to watch, their, they don't have nothing going on, and they want people to go on their channel and see their ads, they'll put on a league of their own. We talk about some of the other Star Quilt movies that are out there, you know, La Bamba, the, the ones that we watch all the time, and a lot of it has mm-hmm. to do with, like, these really, you know, the relationships and the yeah. crazy relationships that are out there. And this movie has a lot of crazy relationships <laughs> Yeah, that sibling dynamic between Gina Davis and Lori Petty. The bad little kid that comes with the team. Yeah. <laughs> they got the, the bad little... Stillwell angel. Yeah, little Stillwell. And there's always a Stillwell angel. Yep. Softball team, basketball team. Do we call each, we call each other's kids Stillwell angel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there's the coach dynamic to yeah um, mom always said man sometimes uncle brent would be yelling around like jimmy dugan <laughs> yeah. sometimes your guys' game trying not to yell at the women because he knows you can't really yell at yeah. women so he was like really trying to keep it cool <laughs> So there's a lot of cool things about this movie, I think, that really speak to those relationships and we can identify with. And I think that's a big part of it, too, is the sport itself, baseball. Mm-hmm. Whereas natives, a lot of slow pitch softball, right, where it's yeah. relatable yeah. in terms of the sport. So I think a lot of na- natives identify with the, the sporting aspect yeah. of it. We're heading into softball season now, so everybody's going to be seeing all those, you know, all those things happening that they see on the field here. <laughs> Somebody makes an error, and yeah. you're like, Evelyn! Yeah. <laughs> I know, I always laugh at Rosie O'Donnell, too, uh-huh. the last part of the game, when she's like, that looked good to me! Yeah, that, that looked good, good to me! <laughs> <laughs> and she's cheering for the pitcher, yeah. El- as Alan Sue. Yeah, Alan yeah. Sue. I think, um, think this is one that, even though... There's pretty much no diversity whatsoever in this this film. It's something we can still all relate to. Little bit of trivia in just looking at the, you know, the background of this film. Obviously, there's a lot of trivia out there because this is a, it's a 1992 film, so it's been out there for a while. And uh, uh, one of the things I found was the storyline was actually inspired by the career of an actual um, baseball player named Dottie Collins. During World War II, she played for the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League and pitched 17 shutouts during her six-year career. So she was kind of an all-around player that they based There's the another movie player, on. too, that they based her on, mm-hmm. on Dorothy Kamenschek. And um, she, um, she only struck out, like, 81 times and 3,736 times at bat. And um, she was the league's top batter with an average of .316. So they based her Dottie off of both of those top two players from... Yeah, I think I remember reading, too, she was a a first baseman, not a catcher. And she was also that Kamen Sheck was... They said she was recruited by a men's team, even, to play with them. She's so good, yeah. (laughs) From Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She thought they only wanted her publicity, so for publicity, so she turned it down. But, you know, they... Just for them to even think back then to have a girl on their team, you know, right. a woman on their team is is cool. Yeah. I think about how, like, if America wasn't the terrible America it was, <laughs> and they would have allowed, like, integrated, they would have allowed other nationalities and athletes in the league, how how awesome the league would have been you yeah. know if they would have allowed like african-americans it would have allowed blacks and native women because i'm sure that you know there would have been a lot of native women and black women who would have loved to play in that league and mm-hmm. would have made it that much more exciting yeah because even like halfway through there's like this montage scene and they actually show some african-american ladies in the in the like the outfield and the other side of the fence. Yeah. And one of them throws the ball and kind of throws it over the cutoff lady. Yeah. She, she hurt that. And it hurt, hurt the girl's the... hand. She <laughs> yeah. it so hard, even yeah. though it was from way back there. So in doing the little trivia check, too, I found a quote from the uh, one of the screenwriters. And he said that the scene reflects the historical reality that the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League only allowed white players. 
This was even after Jackie Robinson desegregated the Major League Baseball in 1947. So what the screenwriter said was, it did bother us that in order to be historically accurate, we could not have a diverse cast. We came upon that scene as a way to make the point. A lot of people have commented on it over the years, and I'm very glad we included it in the film. Even if it was back in the 90s, I, I wish they would have had more, like, when you think of softball players, you, you know, that was teased about how the whole softball team, they're gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> there was no gay girls in this movie. Right. You would think... They were all married or something. Their yeah. husbands were at war. Well, they said Kamenshek has... She has a wife. Right. Like, the Dottie ended up having... She's oh, had okay. a wife. Yeah, so... I remember reading something also where they said that Penny Marshall didn't want to push the boundaries yeah. too much or anything, so she probably stayed away from it or whatever. But I like also that this movie used a lot of the actual characters. So the ending scene where all the old ladies are playing, the, a lot of them are actual the actual members of the baseball league. I was wondering that because some of them, when I seen those old ladies, I was like, is that a real old lady? Or some of them were hitting it all hard way out there. Yeah, the, like, they, were actual, they, they were actual <clears throat> players. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, like it was hard to distinguish if it was like Gina Davis with old makeup yeah. on or some of the other characters. Were they really the actual real people from back in the league? Or were they like Madonna with old makeup on? <laughs> Yeah, they even found a good, like, an old lady that looked like Madonna. Then I read that Sissy was supposed to be yeah. uh, Gina Davis's character. Deborah Winger. Supposed to be Daddy, yeah. yeah. And uh, she didn't want to because she didn't like Madonna. What? <laughs> oh, they had beef. Huh? Yeah, she didn't want to be in the movie with Madonna, so... But I think it worked out better with, with Gina Davis as I Dottie. think so, too. Mm-hmm. She was a really good... Even though she's so pretty, it's almost like... But she's really? so tall. Like, but you yeah, can believe yeah, you can believe be. that she's a good athlete. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering how tall Gina Davis is. Forgot to look it up. Yeah. She, she looks pretty tall. All right, let's get into our feathers here on the Red Gaze. We give feathers to our favorite scenes based on Sasheen Littlefeather and her protest with Marlon Brando at the 1973 Academy Awards. We always start out with our fancy dancer, Feather, which is our best scene. I like the... F- a few scenes, and I think the first one that stood out to me that made me laugh was when Madonna was teaching that girl how to read on the bus, oh. <laughs> and, she, and she was reading that romance romance novel, and she was like, and she touched her milky white breast. <laughs> and when she realized it, she was like all shocked. <laughs> yeah, that girl's like, what are you teaching her? And she's like, she's reading, go on. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene. Another another scene too that I liked was I think they were both revolving around Madonna's character mm-hmm. when they first signed up and they're like well there'll be no alcohol smoking or men she stood up like she's gonna head out <laughs> Doris had to pull her back down um, my favorite scene was probably when um, the that lady is talking on the radio um, Mrs Maida Gillespie oh right and she's like talking about how careers in higher education are leading to the masculinization of women with enormous dangerous consequences to the home, 
the children in our country. And then, it, but then while that she's talking about that, those girls are all like playing yep. hard and trying to like outdo. You know, they're all competing for a spot and they're all like hitting the ball and yep. catching the ball, diving, you know, sliding. And anyway, they said, when our boys come home from war, what kind of girls will they be coming home to? And now the most disgusting example of this sexual confusion is Mr. Walter Harvey is presenting us with women's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and I just like that. That was shocking back. The girls want, you know, there's girls out there that, yeah. yeah. And they could do both, you know. They yep. could take care of the house, but then they also are athletes. Could ball. Yeah. yeah, professional athletes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Madonna, one of the other th- scenes I really, really liked was <laughs> when um, I think it's after Dottie does her splits or something like that, and they're trying to get people to come to the games. And so Madonna's like, What if in a key moment of the game, <laughs> my, yeah. my uniform comes open and, and oops, my bosoms pop out? <laughs> yeah. And the Rosie O'Donnell character is like, You think there are men in this country that ain't seen your bosoms? <laughs> yeah. And all the rest of the teammates are just shaking their yeah, heads. <laughs> Like that's gonna actually happen though. Like, yeah. it's gonna like pop those, up. they're really button tight too. <laughs> that scene was hilarious. I um, like the montage scene too. There's like I was telling you about the montage scene in the middle of it where they showed the African American people on the outside. Yeah, but there's like I think that's right after they say there's a Life magazine um, representative oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. So that's they start off. doing that that music like a like a. Big band yeah. jazz music. Yeah. I love the soundtrack. One of them like dives to catch a ball in the, the crowd and when she comes out she has a hot dog in her mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's me. Right there. That would be me. Rosie O'Donnell does that. Her character dives in and she's all pointing at the hot dog. Dottie th- was doing fancy stuff. She's doing the splits, catching it behind, behind her, her back, back. Uh, but then uh, Rosie O'Donnell came back with a hot dog. She drove into the crowd and came out with a hot dog in her mouth. Mar- Marley's really claiming yeah. that move. Yeah. If I ever dive into the from my basketball tournament, I'll dive into the crowd. I'll come back because <laughs> yeah, it made me think of when I was little. I went to your guys softball games one time, Cheryl and Shalanda was sitting in the dugout. She was sitting in the dugout. She had a hot dog and nachos sitting in the dugout, <laughs> in the e- really eating in the middle of the game in between in innings. A close game, yeah. an intense game. Needed some extra power. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, speaking of the soundtrack, I when I watched it this time, I was reading the credits before the movie started, and um, Hans Zimmer did the music for this movie. Yeah, I saw the name. Yeah, so he did, like, Lion King and, like, Interstellar. He did, like, a lot of good movies yeah. where, like, you know the soundtrack, like mm-hmm. Gladiator and stuff. So that's why I like this soundtrack to this movie. Like, I like how it, it's intense, mm-hmm. like, especially at the end when it's, the two sisters are right. against the each other. Right, the tension building, mm-hmm. very tension building. Yeah. Or when, like you said, the montage. I like the music during the montage when it's starting to get, like they're building up and they're getting a fan right. base. But yeah, he, he passed away though, I think. Yeah. So there's no yeah. more Hans Zimmer, but he did have a lot of really good, memorable soundtracks. Dang. And then they used Madonna for the final song yeah. with the... Um, Used to be my playground. Yeah, used to be my playground. That's such a like that just that song Mm -hmm. just like hits you in the feels because I'm too old and fat now to play softball, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't play anymore. But I I can feel that like oh I remember those days. Yeah, so fun and it was just you know the feeling, the camaraderie, all of that. So cool. So 
my fancy dancer feather had to go to any scene was Stillwell. Oh, he was bad. Really a bad look. That part where he has that tape and he's just staring at yeah. Tom Hanks. I know. And pulling that he's tape like, apart. get him away from there. But he just looks at it, just dead in the eye, and keeps going, keeps unrolling. Oh, yeah. tape. He kept and saying, "You're gonna lose," or "You guys are gonna yeah, lose." Yeah. Oh my god! And then when he threw that, he threw the the glove at him and it, it hit, him. hit him nobody even cared they probably <laughs> no one said anything because they all didn't like him and his um he almost he almost wrecked their bus because yeah he, he was <laughs> put his covering the, the eyes of the driver and almost got him in a wreck and that whole scene is hilarious oh yeah because it starts with stuel remember he's hitting everybody with his little <laughs> flags all the way down the aisle and then he covers the he almost wrecks them and then then the bus driver had enough, so he quit. And then that bus driver threw that dirt on the chaperone's face. <laughs> then she comes back in and tries to wake up Jimmy. And then he kisses her, and they scream. <laughs> and then the Madonna character is like, I'm going to have to kill your son. <laughs> and takes off. It's so funny. And then Rose O'Donnell's like, don't use my bat. Use Marla. It's heavier. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that whole scene is funny on the bus with Starting with still well, yeah. <laughs> and his um, when he's in the locker room and ladies are getting dressed and he's like peeking, watching <laughs> yeah. them. It's <and laughs> oh, yeah. like there's so many goofy scenes with him. It's just um, he's yeah. just hilarious. Like the only way she can get him to listen is just to keep giving him candy. <laughs> <laughs> a real little red bag. Yeah, like a res, res kid. kid. And then even probably has silver teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even um, her husband can't watch him because he's. He's looking at the one Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like real res. Oh, the dad don't want to babysit, so <laughs> bad for him. He can't handle things. <laughs> Can you imagine though any dads taking their kids on the road? I have so many teammates and we always we all had our kids around the same time. So some of our kids would be crying on the bench while the mom goes into the yeah the game and yep. just be yep. bawling their eyes off. But now they're all used to it. Here, 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 here's the yeah. pop. Here's the pop. My mom will be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Are it's we, almost half yeah, time. Or we hold, you know, we all hold the baby while the mom is in, or someone subs out. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Or they're breastfeeding in between games. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to be a mom athlete. Yeah. You still want to play. Dang. Yeah. One thing too about that character too, Stillwell, or was it Stillwell? Was that his yeah, name? Yeah, Stillwell. Um, when they showed him when he was grown up, he, he's the character that was from Teen Wolf. The chubby guy from Team oh, Wolf. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. And then he's also on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. So he's he's the spoiled the kid. Yeah. I recognize him. Yeah. He's all grown up at the end and. Yeah. He's like you. Came there to represent his mom because <laughs> yeah, passed, passed on. All right. What about our sneak up feather? Who was the best secondary character <clears throat> for you guys? Mine was John Lovitz. <laughs> That's why I went with John Lovitz, too. I'm with you. Una- it's unanimous. Oh, my God. He was so funny in, like, the five minutes that he had. I know. Yes. I was cracking up. I like when she's trying to, you know, explain, like, she was. she's a really good pitcher. Kit's a good pitcher. She just didn't pitch today because of whatever, whatever. And he was like... Thanks for that special glimpse into her life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't care. He's like, all right, well, I'm out of here. So long, milkmaid. <laughs> told him yeah. milkmaid. <laughs> glimpse into her life. <laughs> and then um, I 
was laughing too because you know when the, he finally drops them off at the tryouts and they're oh like, my god that going? golden <laughs> classic scene i love that scene it's so funny <clears throat> he talks about giving his wife a little pickle tickle no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said go on you know i hate it when they get attached <laughs> to me <laughs> dumped him off and told him to go on and headed out. I know, I thought he was going to show up more in the movie, but he's right in the beginning and that was it. Yeah, Yeah, and then he didn't. He was just a scout and that was it. That's like the the best definition of the secondary character because like he was only in there for a a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. but you just remember his character so much. He was so funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the articles I read, it said that he... He had more scenes, but they just cut it, like the producers cut it, because they thought it'd be better if they just show him in the beginning and no- nothing else throughout yeah. the movie. All that work, I think it yeah. worked out. Yeah. Good. That yeah. was a good decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I mean, he's just a scout, so they wouldn't really see him yeah. after that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Then I always laugh because um, when, you know, they, he didn't want Marla Hooch on the team, even though she was, like, hitting all good, and they're like, why? Why don't you want her, you know? And he's like, you know General Omar Bradley? And they're all like, yeah, well, there's two strong a resemblance so i looked up i looked up who that was i'm like is that a real person and he was yeah somebody from world war ii some white guy but i don't think she looked like because that relates directly to the scene later remember where they're ha- they're doing a little video like a promotional video of all the, the players peaches. and there's like marla hooch what a hitter and they show her way in the way back outfield there. she's all waving <laughs> she even has like a catcher's mask on even though she's not playing catcher <laughs> or when those ladies are teaching them to how to be ladies and rishi's like so what do you suggest so when they get to marla oh, yeah. and she's like a lot of night games yeah. <laughs> oh yeah poor marla glad she found a man oh yeah so yeah. she got married yeah Sent her to Charmin Beauty School and she found a yeah. husband. <laughs> I'm singing to Nelson, ain't I, baby? Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Did you guys have a name moment? Mine was at the end when Dottie drops that ball. Oh, you went straight for the big controversy. Yes. That is a super name moment. She would have never. She, they already showed her that happened to her and she didn't drop it. And I think she just dropped it to be nice, which doesn't make any sense to me. Because if you're the best player in the league, you're going to be competitive. And it's against your little sister. You're not going to want to lose against your little sister. And she dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. She dropped it on purpose. But, I mean, it's kind of weird because when she, she talked to the pitcher and she's like, she'd throw him high and fast. Mm-hmm. So, like, she wanted her to strike out, but or was she telling her that so she would know to hit it? I don't know. No, what I think is. What I think happened, <laughs> this is my philosophy, is that she was telling the pitcher, she was telling Ellen Sue how to strike her out, and she saw how like devastating it was uh, for Kit when she was missing. She felt bad about being competitive, and she felt bad that her little sister was like having this like she's mental breakdown. She's crying. Never, yeah, yeah, I would have never put her out there as a coach. I would have just said, right? I'm sorry, you're out yeah you can't handle the and pressure and so i think like because she knew like she hurt her little sister that's why she actually then dropped the ball because i think she dropped it on purpose too there's no way she but i mean her sister was crying before that her sister was crying before that and freaking out and then she she came out to bat and then she called that time and yeah said, uh hi yeah hi because yep. she she always swings at him even her coaches she didn't listen to her coaches either 
Like her coach just told her to lay off the high one. I didn't like that ki- character at mm-hmm. all. And then they told her I to stop like at third, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she kept going. Yeah, like she she could have ruined that. She lost that whole game for them if Dottie didn't like all of a sudden have a change of competitiveness at the right. end. I didn't like the character, <clears throat> and I didn't like the actress that played the character. Oh yeah, I don't like Laurie Petty. Like I don't like Laurie Petty either. I like cause I like Point Break, and she's in Point Break too. And I like. I was like, man, I just don't know why they were trying to make her a star, like an actress. Yeah. I didn't care for her acting. Yep. She was in Orange is the New Black, too, and I didn't like her character. Yeah, either. I've, I've never liked her as an actress, so we're all in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> to her. Did you have another name moment? No, that was my name moment, too, which was the, the final scene. Mm-hmm. But even before she dropped the ball, I thought it was a name moment because it really came down to her sister being the final at-bat with two outs, in the bottom of the night. Tied 3-3. Yeah, it was Tied. up to her. I was like, yeah, it really came down to her to either win it or lose it. So that was my name moment. One of my name moments is at the beginning of the movie when they're playing their, like, local team. So they go up to bat, and their face is, like, always full of dirt. Like, <sighs> they have dirt all over their face, all over their cheek, all over their... And I'm like... I don't know. Even if you slide, you don't get that dirty all over your face. <laughs> it felt like it was a like a makeup artist just trying to say they'll, they'll get all dirty, but they don't get dirty like that. <laughs> I mean, you look now at even like the you know women's college softball players, and they're out there looking like all dolled up, and yeah. they got you know makeup and all that stuff, and they never have dirt on their face, and they slide, they play hard, so. For yeah. these ladies to have dirt on their face. It's one thing off of that too is their face was dirty, but their uniform was still clean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No slide, you know, like no big. And that's where dirt. I mostly get dirty. Yeah, exactly. The players are dirty on their clothes. <laughs> that was my only name moment. That was like, okay, whoever did this obviously didn't play. Well, there was, there was another like, I don't know if it was a name moment, but when they're doing their tryouts and there's a lady that runs to catch a ball and she hits the. The fence where her hair, her hat falls off. She has a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, that doesn't. That wasn't a hairstyle. Yeah, that wasn't until the 90s. <laughs> yeah, the 80s or 90s. She had a mullet and she really threw it. And they must have, like, you know, got some real softball players. Yep, but yeah, yep. she had a mullet. <laughs> I always noticed that ever since I was a kid. She runs and catches that ball. Yeah, I remember that. And then her like... hat flies off, and there's like a split second where you see her mullet. <laughs> Maybe she was a woman before her time. <laughs> I don't know if you ever remember that show called Salute Your Shorts. Oh, yeah. It used to come on Nickelodeon. That, yeah. that redhead guy. Yeah. That's, That's what that hair looked like, yeah. that redhead guy's from hair. Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator the kid. The redhead from Terminator. That his hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about scene 86? You know, I went with the, even though I brought it up twice already, it was about the, the black people in the outfield mm-hmm. when they threw it back. I thought they could have just cut that scene out. Because I felt like they they tried to like last minute sneak these people in there and like we'll pay some homage to African Americans where yeah. like one one little second clip they could have just left it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean this was back in the '40s, so everybody knows history. I mean they aren't gonna allow black people you know mm-hmm. to play baseball, so mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of knows why it's all white. I don't have any scene '86s just. Because I, I like this whole... Yeah. I like the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So... I do too. I didn't have a specific scene, but I do... Um, we kind of already talked about it. I didn't like Kit as the mm-hmm. character because I think she was... She was a brat. She was a brat. Yeah. You didn't really like her. And so 
even though you kind of feel like, oh, okay, Dottie was, as a big sister, felt bad for her. I didn't feel bad for her. I was like, shit, you should have took her out. Yeah. <laughs> She's a rat. And Dottie even told her, like, I got you into the league. Right, like, yeah. That's the only thing that I guess I would have changed about this. Yeah. So if anything, I wanted her to lose. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, you were, was... I was always, that always annoyed me at the end. It yeah. made me feel like I watched a game and my team lost. Yeah. Like, you know, like that yeah. feeling because I just don't feel satisfied with that ending right. of having the sister win because she was such a D bag the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, Dottie got her into the league. You know, she didn't even want to go, but she went because her sister was like, please, right. please, you yeah. know. And I guess I never had sisters or anything to, like, have to compete against. But, I mean, I feel like I would be happy for my sisters if they were doing good in basketball. Like, I, the closest thing I had... holding you back. Yeah, the closest <laughs> thing I have are my cousins, and I played with them for a long time. And I never, ever felt like that towards yeah. them. You yeah. know, they were like my sisters, and I never, ever felt like they're holding me back or I was jealous they had... <laughs> all the you know more points or something you know so that's what annoyed me too i'm like you guys are supposed to be sisters you shouldn't be acting like that towards your sister just because she's the goat you know yeah what did john lovett say he's like well yeah sure you can come along he said if you don't work out it only cost me a train (laughs) ticket (laughs) (laughs) i think in the kit and dotty dynamic a lot of people feel the same way that we do because that's like the big controversy and the big mystery about this movie like even today people still ask was it in the script it, was she supposed to drop it so they so there's like a big controversy and supposedly i saw this thing that said gina davis said she knows definitively whether it was on purpose or not because of the script or whatever yeah. but she would never tell so <laughs> i don't know if there's still still playing with us today but like the, i think there's a lot of people that feel like uh, like us like kit didn't really win it and it sucks because <laughs> she tries to help her tries to help kit be a better player you know yeah. telling her giving her advice don't do yeah. the high ones yeah don't use the heavier bag yeah trying to help her the whole she helped her get into the league everything yeah. is all dotty's fault yeah yeah she yep. did all that stuff for her yeah she just won't listen she won't listen <laughs> Just, just like the Riz, too. <laughs> All right, what about a cousin feather? Obviously, there would have been no natives in the league. But... but have Graham Greene be the coach. Yeah. <laughs> no, Graham I'm trying to put Graham Greene in there. Yeah. Put him in every movie. He should be in every movie. Yeah. He'd be a good coach. Yeah. Play that um, Tom Hanks role. <laughs> I was thinking they could have, like, that Amber Midthunder who played in the Prey oh, movie. Yeah. Would have been cool to have a yeah, she looks Player athletic, players? like she'd yeah. be physically fit yeah. to be yeah. one the of those players. players. I was doing a little research, and it showed that there were some Latina players that um, played in the league, but they kind of flew under the radar because they, they look, look white. white. Yeah, so it's like, could have had some lighter-skinned natives play in the league, maybe. <laughs> you probably know they were native, but... Yeah. Yeah, it'd be yeah. too good. <laughs> we need our light skin fam to go play in the league <laughs> all right our final question would you give this movie a star quilt yeah, yeah i'll give it because I, I feel like it's it's entertaining it's a good like a really good cast too and like we talked about the fa- family dynamic between the sisters and the sport itself the how natives team, all can relate yeah, to it the mm-hmm. team dynamic so i feel like it's quilt worthy 
I think a lot of natives like this movie. So I feel like I don't know a native that hasn't watched this either. So it definitely could get a star quote. Or a native that that couldn't quote from the movie or still use some of the, like calling our kids Tilwell Angel, yeah. you know? Like, like we still reference the movie in some ways because it is one that you can really relate to. One quote that always comes to my mind is, there's no crying in baseball. I always remember that one because <laughs> yeah. like I always see it like on clips or... Yeah. That's one thing that, that line always stands out. Like, I always hear it, see it. So yep, yep. It stands out. I always like the part, too, like, after he yells at her, you know, they all get mad at him. And uh, the next time he tries to yell at her, but he's just shaking, yep. trying not to, trying to hold it all in. <laughs> My brother, he, he coached us women for quite a few years, and he learned over the years, you know, same thing. Okay, I'm going to make a suggestion here, you know, like, while he's screaming on the inside. Yeah. So yeah, I understand that. The other scene I thought that was kind of relatable to that that we didn't really talk about was that hole where they sneak out, go to the go party to the suds bucket. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the suds bucket and they go dancing and have fun with each other. And um, there's always the one responsible one on the team that's trying to get them all. Gotta yeah. play tomorrow, Not you know. Me. <laughs> Um, I was like, I put that in my notes. I'm, I'm the dotty of the team, <laughs> dropping everybody off and then picking them up at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> making sure they get home so they yeah. can play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Growing up, I remember watching Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. After school, it was after, like an after school thing. Penny Marshall. That, yeah, Penny Marshall was in, Penny Marshall was Laverne? I don't, yeah, I don't know. yeah, she was, oh yeah, oh. she had that big L. She was Laverne. And her boyfriend was Carmine. And he's the guy, he's the army guy in the movie that dances. Oh, okay. I, did, I never knew that. All this, I was like, he looks like that guy from that Laverne and Betty, Shirley show. Yeah, Betty Spaghetti is her daughter, too, or something like that. What? Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Her Penny daughter. Marshall's daughter? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, Nepotism. so that's why she has that whole scene where she's crying when George dies. Oh, George. She got her little five minutes of... Oh. crying screen you know her dramatic yeah. Yeah. scene so i've never seen her anything else mm-hmm. was, so. was she the one where they the telegraph brought the letter in? yeah yeah oh okay mm-hmm. yeah oh. oh and then the guy that played walter harvey is her penny marshall's brother so oh. chet Lattis. so this another way this is a real film <laughs> <laughs> all, all the nepotism all the relatives got uncles parts. aunties all in it <laughs> Nieces. Yeah. Yep, so Stillwell, the little Stillwell is somehow her relative. Grandson. <laughs> Stillwell Angel Grandson. <laughs> can do no wrong. I did like Tom Hanks' character. Mm-hmm. Played a good coach. Well, he came around. Kind of like the beginning, he didn't want to coach. He thought it was he, embarrassing. Yeah, he was just showing up hungover. Or, like actually kind of drunk on there. Yeah, yeah, it was like a paycheck to him. <laughs> yep. you know? that, that first scene too, when he walked into the locker room and he... Oh, yeah. <laughs> he kept peeing and peeing. It reminded me of Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. So I really had to look up. I was like, did this come out before Austin it Powers? Did. And yeah, it came out five years before Austin Powers. So I think they Austin Powers box, stole that scene from Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> they were all excited to meet him, too. And he was just a big old drunk. <laughs> and they're all arguing with him after a while. Remember, they're always saying stuff to him. Yeah. Like that when lump, they, that lump three feet above your ass. <laughs> I kept saying that. And when they and when that umpire kicked him out, they were all clapping and <laughs> pointing at the door. Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> and they they wouldn't take his shit either. I thought yeah. that was funny. 
I mean, this movie overall is just, it's hard to hate any scene at all. It's hard to find flaw with any scene because it's just hilarious the whole movie through. And when he signs that baseball to you, remember? Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dukin. Wow. wow. <laughs> I'm happy didn't even know what he wrote. Yeah. understand what he wrote. He was all happy. <laughs> I really liked his character, especially when he started to, like, change... You know, he started realizing, oh, they can they can actually play. You know, right. then he starts coaching. You know, like when he sees all the way may get a triple, and he's yeah. like, yeah, all the way. Remember, he's like triple. Yeah, yeah. Then um, he gets annoyed because Dottie is trying to have their best hitter. Bunt oh yeah, oh, when yeah. she's doing those yeah. those signs. And he's yeah. like, why are you having our best hitter bunt it? Yeah. She's like, well, then you coach, you big lush. Got all them out. <laughs> And then, yeah, but it was the right call. And then she batted everybody in after mm-hmm. she hit it. So mm-hmm. then I feel like that was when the the tides changed for him. And he then he started drinking Coke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, like, found a purpose or whatever. The movie is still relevant, too, because, like, a lot of people are always comparing men's sports and women's mm-hmm. sports. The WNBA right yeah. now and, and the NBA and the disparity between how the athletes are paid and how they're treated and all that kind of stuff. And... I think it's a good movie that shows like he recognized the dedication of the athletes. And another one of the pieces of trivia that I found about this was that in the movie, they make it seem like the league wasn't doing well and that, you know, they had to do all these promotional things to promote the games and stuff. But in reality, they said that it was really, really popular and that it did make a lot of revenue. Mm-hmm. And, and the only thing that killed it was televised. Oh yeah, sports. Well, did um, this was before Forrest Gump too, right? So, I think it was. I think Forrest Gump came out in '94. This was '92. Yeah. yeah. So, this was like, this was before his. He got really famous after Forrest <laughs> Gump. You know. So I think that's cool. Like he's he's such a good actor. Yeah. You know? This he is, is. kind of. He started rising. Yep. Probably wouldn't have been able to afford him after. Yeah. <laughs> Gump, yeah. He would have been like, what's duty? Pick all the budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then at the end of the movie, too, he decided to turn down, like, a triple-A job and remain... Yeah, the women? Yeah, the coach. coach. Coach the Peaches. Is that what they were called? Hey, mm-hmm. the Peaches. <laughs> Some kind of name. <laughs> the Peaches. The Rockford Peaches. <laughs> I didn't like Madonna. And, like her character was kind of funny, but I just thought she was stale most of the time. <laughs> I guess you could eighty six. You could eighty six her scenes. What I liked her scenes. Those are my favorite. I didn't like them. But I can see her point of view though, because when I first saw it, I was like, I wonder if they just put her in there that, so they can use her on the soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> she's not a good actress when she has her little dramatic scene where she's like, I'm not going back for ten cents. Oh so yeah, I was like. This is bad. (laughs) I was reading in the trivia, too. Another thing about Madonna was that she was really rude to everybody where they were on set. Mm -hmm. And so nobody liked her. And they even, like, were telling bad stories about her and how rude she was and stuff. (laughs) So so maybe she wasn't such a good pick either. Yeah. Yeah. There could have been, I think, some other actresses that would have done justice to it, to that role. And to the to the Lori Petty role too. So mm-hmm. Yes, I think we could have done a better Made job. Kit more likable anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. Those are probably the only things I would really like change about the film. Yeah, it was a good movie. Good movie. 
So you heard it here, listeners. We are heading into the softball season. And so if you haven't watched A League of Their Own for a while, go back and watch it. A lot of good entertaining scenes (laughs) to inspire you for the softball season. (laughs) Start getting ready. Yep. We are giving this one a star quilt, guys. Mm Yeah. So take take a look. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, guys, today in another episode of The Red Gaze. Keep a listening. We are going to be recapping Reservation Dogs because we have a release date for season three. First week in August. August... Third, August second or third, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so new season three of Reservation Dogs coming out. Maybe there'll be a softball tournament soon. <laughs> <laughs> we still got to do Dances with Wolves. And Dances with Wolves coming up. <laughs> yeah, John Dunbar. Right. <laughs> Keep listening, guys, on all the places where you listen to your podcasts. It's out on Spotify and uh, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. Radio Access 102.5. And as yeah. always, get at us on our social media. Yeah, follow us on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, whatever socials you use these days. Yep. DM us or add us. You know, yep, yep. Don't yeah. be scared if you have yeah. a suggestion or you want to be on the pod. Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. All right. See y'all later. Peace. Yeah. Flutes and feathers, eagles cry. No more saviors, no more lies. Waiting for better days. We'll be here with our red gaze. Hey-oh, hey-ah, hey-oh. Here, here.